Good evening and welcome to Nox Mente. Tonight's guest is Trish Gelder. Trish is a born healer, intuitive, clairvoyant, clairsentient, numerologist, nemoologist, and life coach. And she also has a great YouTube channel and does great tarot readings and numerology live streams all the time. Trish, welcome to the show, finally. Hi, Jerry. Hey. Hi, Trish. Hi. Love Trish's show. Love is her channel. It's a great show. So um, Nish is off tonight, and we have Suzanne filling in. I was going to do it alone, solo, but she said, no, please let me help you. You'll fuck it up. <laughs> I said, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice to see Suzanne, because she comes in my chat room, so it's nice to see. Yeah, but yeah. I have to see her every night, you know. I know. <laughs> well, you know. Virtually. <laughs> Literally, virtually. Yeah. Anyway, so how are you doing tonight? You're up late. Was it like 2 there, 2 a.m.? Yeah, it's 2 a.m. Hey, yeah, which right. I'm quite used to these days. Yeah, you were up. I remember a couple of weeks ago, you were up five in the morning, six. It was like six in the morning. Yeah, you're like, you I got to like go to bed. Did you a 10 hour marathon or something? Something like that. Not quite 10 hours, but I'm trying to train it. I'm trying to reel it in a bit, but some nights it goes out the window. Yeah, like when you have a few days off work and just stay up late and you end up going to bed at 6 a.m. for a week. <laughs> going back to work on that monday is really hard the thing is yeah a lot of my work though is at night time because a lot of my clients are in america mm -hmm. and well they're all over the world but a lot of them have been in america for some time even before i joined youtube so like you have to adapt to you know fit them in and there when they're not at work and things so and also when i worked for a tv company it was 24 seven, so you could work whenever you wanted. Right, I used to work in financial futures um, and did 24 seven trading. I didn't trade, but I worked on the trading systems. So it was like, you know, all day long trading, 24 seven. Mm. All right, so I guess we'll get started. I get to start the questions tonight for a change. It's interesting. <laughs> this so, will be interesting. It will be interesting. <laughs> so Trish, describe the world you grew up in. The world I grew up in. Well, we've, I have talked to you about this, but obviously a lot of people might know. I grew up, um, actually, my father was, um, to start here really, he was a fair traveler originally. Um, but when he met my mother, so my, my parents, my mother's side of the family, it was more um, military that I know of, and I guess farming. And my father's side was, the showman sort of traveling. Um, they traveled around the country and the two met together and sort of, he stopped traveling, but they're still, we, we basically in the summer, I grew up from two weeks old. My mother took me back to work with her at two weeks old, which I told her off about because <laughs> that's too quick. Absolutely. Um, but it was a static fair. So in the summer, my father's business was, he had a prize bingo, little mini dodgems. My mother had a candy floss donut, donut store, popcorn, you know, all the usual seaside. I, I remember this entire conversation now because I told yeah. you your parents were carnies. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, I didn't know what a carny was. So from sort of Easter through till September, I grew up with that. It was like seven, seven days a week, you know, you worked all the hours. Kind of thing and then in the winter my dad had a sort of business and it was smaller than in the early days where it was like painting 
buildings, houses, shot blasting. But he got in with Butlins, which I'm sure you've all heard of. You know, Billy Butlin. You know, the um, Butlins that are around the UK, but obviously mm-hmm. there's less of them now. They've all got different names now. But as time went on, that work did increase where it was all the year round, and that's what became his full-time um, business. But I grew up every summer, and a lot of people are probably jealous. Oh, yeah, you know, you're surrounded by the fair and everything. But now I, I really don't like being around fairgrounds because, <laughs> you know, it's like you've overdosed on it. It's, it's not interesting to me. It's like going to Vegas too much. Yeah, but the thing I was obsessed with was Gypsy Rosalie's little hut with the crystal ball the tarot cards and I could I was never allowed in because obviously my age they just would not let me I wasn't even allowed to peek inside I was obsessed year in year out with that that hut and I never got to get in there was just a burlesque show no a lady with a crystal ball no it was a little old lady with a crystal ball and um your parents wouldn't let you go in or you couldn't and tarot cards and stuff no, they wouldn't let, well, it was more them, but um, I used to help look after the little grandson, push him around in the pram kind of thing. But That's interesting. See, so they, they might have yeah, believed that she too. was a charlatan and was keeping, you, I, were keeping I, you away from her, but you know, she'll just scam you because you know, that's their lifestyle. Well, it was more the, the lady herself than my parents. The lady would not let me in. I was too young. Oh, oh okay. That's different. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, but I never got in even when I was older. I never got in that. I, and I always wanted to go in for a reading, but I never went in for one, even maybe, when I was older. Maybe she was a scambo, and you would know. She knew when that you, met you her. would be able to know. Yeah. yeah. I never thought of that. Totally. And she, I mean, she could have been partial scambo yeah, because right, 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 she right, could right. have read that Trisha would be able to tell, you know. I never considered that, but I guess you don't when you're younger. You just think, oh, no, it's because I'm too young. I'm not allowed in. Hey-ho. Yeah, but then, and then that, it's kind of a, like the forbidden fruit. So then it yeah. just makes it, you know, like it's more interesting. And mm. so that could have driven, you know, you being in. I don't know, though. You sound like you were interested in it in the beginning. So Yeah, I was interested. I've always been interested. Um, yeah, so I grew up... Um, I think that's maybe partly where my work ethic came from, mm-hmm. you know, being self-employed, especially where, you know, you have to put the hard work, the dedication in. And, um, and then, so that was till I was uh, early teenagers, what, 16, 17, I was running the candy floss stall on my own then because my mother was ill. Candy floss was cotton candy, by the way, people. Yeah, cotton candy, popcorn, you know, it was, um, I was running it myself then at like 17. I could do, you know, I grew up with it. It's like. Um, Old hat. Yeah. I worked, it, uh, it I worked just, the candy counter in a movie theater when I was 17, so. Yeah. <laughs> I packaged rivets and screws as a child. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just like, I guess when you've driven a car for years, it's just, it's just second nature, but um I said to my dad one day, can you let me take it over? You know, I'm running this sort of, apart from other day, one night off to go out with my friends. I said, I'm running it myself. Can you let me take it over as my own business? And he said, no. Wow, that's really good at 17. Yeah, because my birthday's a one. So anybody that's got a one birthday, although I'm born on the 19th. So if you've got a 
for one birthday. They're encouraged to be self-employed. Um, mm. And he said, no, I want it for, you know, I want it for me. You, you can still. And I said, well, if you don't let me, then I'm leaving. And I did. I joined the military. <laughs> <laughs> you kept your word. And I kept my word. I signed up and I had to wait 18 months and he didn't, he wouldn't sign the papers. My mother signed the papers um, because she'd wanted to go in the RAF and her father wouldn't let her go. So I think she was letting me do what she never got to do. and. Um, yeah, I went in the military and my father didn't want me to go. But, you know, he could have, if he'd have said, yeah, you take this over, I probably would never have gone. Wow, that's really interesting. So you guys yeah. were, were big churchgoers down at the fair? No, 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 no. <laughs> never. Um, my fa- there was this, the story was we were never christened and my father said to the priest in the pub, because my dad... It was a big part of his life going mm. for a drink. And he said, um, when will you christen my children? This is the story I'm told. I don't know how true this is. And the priest said, well, when you start coming to church, I'll christen your children. And it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> not until we were old. It was a choice when we were older, but no, we I were not. I that was my dad. But I'm so pleased I was not brought up with religion because now seeing and hearing so many people that are having to Be break programmed. through that deprogram that before they mm-hmm. even get going which mm-hmm. i never had that so that, there's a lot yeah. of people that uh, feel that way it happened to me young like 10 or 11. yeah I, I i went to a friend's catholic church a girl i was in the military with a wedding catholic wedding and i felt like i was sinning just sitting in the i was engaged <laughs> married. i felt i was sinning just sat there <laughs> That's what Catholic Church do to you. I was like, whoa, this is heavy. Like, geez, like. They, oh, yeah. They're, you they're can feel the heaviness to, when you uh, walk. Resonate energy in a certain way. And she wasn't even practicing, but she was doing it for her mother, you know, who was very Catholic. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't baptize any of my kids. So um, My son hasn't been christened either. So would you, did you, you basically worked a lot as a kid. You didn't really have any fun or hobbies or favorite Oh, yeah, I mean, Carnival, that's fun. I had fun as well, but, yeah, I did work from a very young age. You know, I was helping. It's ironic I'm working with numbers now because my dad, I used to call the numbers back to him on the bingo. Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which I never really thought about. And then in the, in the military, you know, I was very much working with codes and numbers. but. I used to go on all the fair rides for free. I used to go ice skating for free. Roll because my dad knew mm-hmm. lots of business owners, so I get free passes to everything. So yeah, I was lucky. That's great. I got to go to Butlins for free. You know, yeah, that was fun as well. It wasn't all bad. It wasn't all hard work, rather. No, no, that's good. That's good. Um, did you ever? This just just occurred to me. Ask. Did you ever um, know what the bingo number was before it fell? No, I, I can't. No, I didn't think of it. I was quite young. No, I didn't. Th- he wanted to get me on the microphone calling the numbers out, and I would never do it. But mm. I would, when somebody shouted house or full house, whatever, I had to get up on the little ledge and call the numbers back. Gotcha. I gotcha. So I guess that gives you some confidence when you're like six or seven to be doing that. Sure. Heck yeah. Dealing with the public, especially. So when did you kind of 
dis um, discover your talents. You mean for the meteorology? Uh, yeah, like your, your psychic stuff. Well, for sure. I mean, I, I did pick things up when I was young, but I didn't know what it was and I got into a lot of trouble. But when I met my husband, when I was, what, 21, got married when we were 23, I met his parents, or so I thought was his parents. And straight away, I met his, what I thought was his father. And I was like, there's no, this is not his father. There's no, this man is not his father. But how do you say to somebody you've been engaged to six, we're together two and a half years before we got married, but been engaged six months. How do you say that's not your dad? He was adopted? It turns out he was adopted. But he didn't know? No. Oh. Yeah, that would be something that would... And I'm like, how do I say, what if I've got it wrong? So I kept my mouth shut. And then, and this, I'm not telling any secrets that aren't out there now. And then his mother was making my wedding dress. She was very talented. I'm still in touch with her now. And this guy came around and I was like, she's having an affair with this man. This is, and she's still married to him to this day, so like it was for the best. I was like, she's having an affair with this man. I'm like, but at this point, this was, I didn't think of it as psychic ability. I just thought, I don't know what I thought it was. And it turns out they were having an affair, but they are now happily married. They've been together, well, 20 odd years. So it didn't turn, and, and it turns out the man that she was married to was not a nice person. So, it was it all ended good in the end. Um, I guess it wasn't until I used to pick up things and just know things, and I couldn't say why. I I just knew things. And then it wasn't until I went through my divorce and um, we had all the domestic domestic violence. I was gifted um, a Reiki session with Women's Aid in the UK. Now I could have, I, I was still in the military then. I could have paid for it, but they gifted. I didn't even know what Reiki was back in, what was this? Oh, early 2000s, mm -hmm. it was like 2000. I didn't know what Reiki was, never heard of it. I went for the session. I think I've told this story live before and didn't know what it was. She did a thing. She was a Reiki master. She had a crystal shop, which I loved. It was in Penzance in Cornwall. But after that session, I was just became obsessed with purple an amethyst, anything purple. And I think whatever she did that day, whatever happened, just opened me up. Is that what you've got around your neck? Yes. We can't get amethyst. So, but I still at this point didn't plan to do what I'm doing today. Um, I was still in the military, so then I ended up, what year did we move back? 2010, no, 2008. I sold my house in Cornwall, moved back to live with my parents, which I always said I would never do. Come back here to where we live. Isn't Cornwall uh, a super haunted area? I know it's super haunted. It's beautiful. Very, mm. a lot of energy there. But it, I guess it, a lot of it was wasted on me because I never got to see a lot of it when you're in the military. You work True. so much. You don't get to, there's a lot of very spiritual people there. You never... Um, <laughs> so have you heard any of the stories of like the military bases that are doing ET hybrid stuff in, in England? No. 
No. Like, See, I knew nothing about like this. Bent, the, was it Bentwaters? Was that one Air Force base there? No. Mm. But I think the, the good thing is when I went for counseling before I left, I was introduced to Louise Hay, which who turned out to be life path number nine like myself. I was just given a book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, and the counsellor was the wrong counsellor because she was a grief counsellor. But that book then just opened up a whole new thing for me. Um, and then later on, a woman that was um, cranial, what, did, what is it, cranial sacral therapist, she gave me a copy of The Secret. I don't know if you're into The Secret, but... It just opened my eyes to about manifestation and about how we can. It, it just broke a lot of limiting beliefs that I'd grown up with. Made things click. Yeah, it just it, it just opened this door, and then I became. I couldn't get enough books, and I was all I've always read books, but I've never read those type of books. I was reading book after book. I was to. I found out about, you know, Ho'oponopono, um, the Hawaiian mantra about seven years ago, the healing mantra. I just became obsessed with anything I could get my hands on that resonated with me. Oh, that's awesome. And then I went for a reading with a lady called Katie Keeley, and I'll always be grateful to her, who is a life path number nine, same as me. She lives in Blackpool, which is the opposite side of the country, but it's a seaside resort like where I live. And the first thing she said to me was, because my, my boyfriend at the time had cheated, and she said, forget about your love life, you should be doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, forget about your love life, you should be doing what I'm doing. And she was currently working for Psychic Today, which is the longest standing Psychic TV show in the, um, I think in Europe of its kind. And I ended up working on that with her and other people for about four years. I don't work for them anymore because my, it, um, because it's, yeah, we've got to earn money, but I'm not in the business to keep people stuck to come back for reading after reading. So oh, that yeah. That's what didn't resonate with me. Were you just doing tarot polls for them or was it more um, psychic readings? Numerology, whatever my skills were, apart from you couldn't do the health, legal, pregnancy. Couldn't. There's a lot you couldn't talk sure. about. Very anything you're liable for. Yeah, but but you're our second wanted, telephone psychic. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, and I did speak. They, they did want me to go on the actual TV, but they wouldn't pay me for the first three shows, and I refused. The bastards. Yeah, so I said no, not doing it. I'm not yeah. trying all that way to be. That can't happen in the United States, by the way. Well, that's good. But um, <laughs> don't guild. get me wrong, it was a great platform. It was a great platform. And it was it boosted my confidence. But I didn't like the let's keep them hooked in, let's keep them coming back. There was people spending thousands and thousands of pounds, you know, running up massive phone bills, and that didn't sit right with me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I, I've always said, if you're really an empath, you wouldn't work at one. You couldn't work at one of those places. It would be too painful. That's what it got to the point of mm. is like, I can't do this anymore because it's going against what I believe in. And that's why. And they offered to pay me more money. And I said, no. <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> we'll give you the top rate. If you, and I'm not, 
bashing, you know, I don't want anyone oh, to think no. I'm bashing, but it was like, no, this doesn't, I'm going to do it my way on my own. That's the way you have to do it. Very good. Well, great. So let's uh, talk about your dreams. Um, yeah. Do you, uh, are you, do you ever lucid dream or, or, or do you have regular dreams or a mix of both or neither? I dream all the time. And again, going back to before, I never used to remember my dreams mm-hmm. until I don't know what triggered it. I think it must have been a combination of things. Meditation, clearing myself, break, I don't know. It must have been a combination of things. And now I remember I have I've had visions, but they've been more about family stuff, not necessarily global stuff. Things where they literally do come true to the T, and it's it's been a bit like freaky. Is it a regular occurrence or just major events, or are the, is it random? No, that's a bad question. Are they random events, or are they of a specific intensity level? Well, there's one example I give about my brother. Um, we weren't. So I don't speak to my brother, but we weren't speaking at the time. I'd removed myself from him, and I had this dream that we were going to make up and he was going to start crying and he said he's going to miss me. And it was like a movie. And I was like, that's never going to happen because he's not like that. Well, I, within a week, and he turned up at my mother's house and I walked away. So I wasn't going to make it happen and I wasn't even thinking about that. I walked away to avoid him. I wasn't trying to make it fit. And oh my gosh, that exact, it, it was word for word. It was scene for scene. And that was one of the most powerful ones I've ever had. But was that uh how can i ask this without being rude? was that in like a lucid dream or was that in no, that wasn't my question but go ahead yeah well i mean no that was a movie or just a dream a dream, dream. A lucid dream you're controlling it it's not a movie oh yeah you're controlling it more i don't know do you have you ever done out-of-body travel or astral travel or anything like I, that i think i astral travel but lucid I, I don't know whether i control my dreams i'm not sure about that i do actually no, some, so a lot of people can, and we've had people on who only have I'd love, lucid dreams. Yeah. I'd love to be able to, but I don't think I actually have that I can think of. Apparently everyone can, you just have to do it and yeah, do it I guess and practice. Some... I, I still can't do it. Eventually, I will. I know I've I will. tried to go back into dreams when I've woke up, to like, and I, yeah. I can't, once I've woke up, that's it. I can't get back into it. I can only get back into my secret space program dreams. <laughs> Because you know the code. It's always twenty years later. I don't understand. No, <laughs> no it's interesting. Um, do you know? Do you dream? So uh, I still I'm interested in the prophetic dreams about being of a certain the event being of a certain emotional level. Like someone's going to die, you'll see it. Or if little Susie next door is going to stub her toe, you're not going to see that. You know, like where's the dividing line there? It, or is there even one? I don't know, because I do have most of my dreams that have come true are about my family. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to, although I had a really nice dream about a man the other night, that'd be nice if that came true. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, I do mine personally. I've had a few dreams about tsunamis and things, but there was family members in it. So I just took it, well, was that just such a deep emotional dream and the tsunami represented the emotions metaphor oh yeah maybe so, but there's there are people on youtube talking about seeing tsunamis and volcanoes and earthquakes so 
I have dreamt about volcanoes, not recently, but a bit back. And every time I was trying to get Lewis onto the plane to fly away. (laughs) That's why you can't move to Maui. Yeah. (laughs) It was so vivid. This volcano was going off and we're like trying to pick people up off the streets to get in this plane. I did go through a phase of dreaming that a lot. A few years ago. Other than that, have you had uh, many recurring dreams? Or nightmares? Yes. yes. Recurring dreams of my teeth falling out, which I think is a common one. I have the same one, actually. I, but they're not, it'll go through phases. I've had it about three times in life, but usually they've been around like a major change in my life that mm. I've, I've realized. Recurring one of my dad. So since my dad passed away two and a half years ago, I dream about him, not so much now, but the first six months, it was nearly every night. And they were just random? Were they, was there a meaning to them? I think he's giving me messages, Suzanne. Sometimes I can't quite work it out, but the last one was very vivid and it was the first time he spoke in my dream. He'd been silent in every dream apart from the last one. And he showed me an old family photo album, which is real in the family. And he got this little sticky post-it note on it. And he was, I was like, what's that? And he was like, I want you to sign this post-it note. And I was like, what do you mean you want me to sign your post-it note? Like, what's this all about? And he said that my mother, and I'm not, I'd love to know if this is going to come true. My mother's going to tell me something about him. And he wants me to sign it so I can say, well, I already knew before you told me. It was really strange. Oh, he wants. He your wants mom me to know. He yeah. wants proof that your mom knows he's visiting know you. He wanted, yeah, her to know that Trisha, me, was already aware. But I said to him, I don't need to sign it because I already know that about you. But <laughs> does your mom know? I don't know. I don't see. See, her. that's what I'm getting at. He, I think he's telling you, you're going to have to show her this because she's not going to believe it otherwise. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't sure if it was that or she's coming to tell me something about him that I wasn't aware of. So it could be one or the other. Yeah, so the signature would be the proof. Yeah. That he'd visited you. Yeah, and it was quite strange because he's never spoken. And the last one, he pointed, he was, they were together and he pointed to this piece of paper with handwriting on it. And the only name I could read on it was my son's name, Lewis. And not long after that, we received a letter. My son received a letter from my mother. And we'd not heard from her in a year. So it's not like it's an everyday occurrence. So you can read and write, you do read and write in your dreams? Well, I'm reading, but I'm I'm not writing, I'm reading. Is everything legible or is it just the things you're focused on? I mean, if you're walking walking down the street in your dream, could you read all the signs and phone numbers and whatnot? Often, yeah, like some things are very vivid. Like sometimes I'll be given numbers in a dream and like on that piece of paper, I couldn't read every word, but the words that stood out like Lewis and bits and bobs in it. Is it in color or do you dream in color or yeah, black and white? always in color, always in color. Always in color. I've never dreamt in black and white yet. I've never dreamt. Uh, do you we... ever dream about flying or falling? Or... Yeah, that's a question. No, 
No. I, know that, I know that's a common one. I've never dreamt mm. about falling or flying, apart from flying in an actual aeroplane, not literally flying. How about smell? Do you remember smelling anything in dreams or having smells trigger memories that remind you of a dream? Smells. Uh, no, but I have had dreams where I woke up crying, literally mm. crying. Oh, me too. Were you crying in the dream? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. And I woke up literally crying. Mm. They were, that was a recurring dream, actually. As I went to boarding school when I was younger and I was thinking about this before I came on and um, I kept dreaming someone was trying to kill my mother and I keep waking up crying. And then when I went in the military, I had the same reoccurring dream, but I never knew if it was a fear or whether it was something that was real from childhood. Ah, well, she's still alive, so. <laughs> I bet, I bet that... I'm not laughing at, at the, the thought of, yeah. I bet that guy's dead now, so it's cool. We're safe. From yeah. The, from his was, psychotic was, episodes. Go away. Was it actually a person who was trying to kill her, or yeah. it was just... Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty... Um, but then I've never dreamt it since, so... Um, mm, since he died. He must have died. <laughs> well, he must have died. <laughs> when you say that, Jerry, you know, maybe that person did <laughs> die. Yeah. That's, there might be something in that. I don't know. My spirit guide, Kitty, is telling me he's dead. It also could be a protection thing, I think. Like, yeah. But like you weren't there to, you know, especially when you went away and you weren't there with, you know, like within a distance. But even though she'd got a son and a husband at home, it was strange I was dreaming that. But yeah, you could be right. But I also slept walk a lot as a child. I slept, I did sleepwalk. You, you, I, you, if, I don't know if you know that, if you knew who that person was, but saying you didn't know who it was, it could have been like a drunk driver who is going to kill people throughout his oh, life, yeah. right? Who eventually at some point in time may have impacted your mother. And I mean, that's why it was recurring. Yeah, it was a that's knife. She was in a killer with a knife. Mm. Ooh. It could have been like a mugging or something. That's specific. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Cool. Well, yeah, she's alive. We're happy. Yes. Um, I forgot my next question, damn it. But I did sleepwalk. I don't know if that's something um, that, yeah. Sure, sleepwalking. Tell us about sleepwalking. Well, I used to sleepwalk from a very young age to hmm, maybe at least 10. But there was, a, there was a time when we were going to Spain on the bus, on the coach, because my dad didn't like flying. And my mother caught me as I was just about to grab the driver. <laughs> I'd slept, walked on the coach. <sighs> Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. I didn't believe her. I thought she was winding up. Her. And it was 1979 because that was the last time I think we went. And she was like, you slept, what, and you were about to grab the driver, and I just caught you in time. I do not remember any of that. I mean, did they have to put locks up on the door? I mean, would you go outside when you were little? Would you try no, to get no, outside? Luckily, or? Luckily, she always caught me. That was probably the worst. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So do you really know, are you RH negative by any chance, your blood type? I am. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. What a surprise. And Lewis's. Yeah, we both are. So, so this pattern has emerged. I'm, I'm ready to declare it. If you're RH negative, you are more likely, you're more psychic than RH positive people. Okay. 
that's you know, I don't know why, but that just seems to be the trend. It might be because there's so fewer Rh negative. Or they were I mean, I don't know. There's never been like a. I know because I had so many people asking me when I joined YouTube, like, oh, what do you think is the RH negative? And then when I said I was Reese's negative and like, I was like, what's all this thing about? Why is everybody so obsessed? So I had to do some research. I'd never. That was the whole ancient alien thing. And RH negative people are Nephilims and And fallen angels. (laughs) My son's O negative. And I sometimes do look at him because he's got super pale blue eyes. Uh, So does Archangel Michael. I know you're starting to make me think about that, and I know. I said, "You don't look like you're from this world." Like, and he doesn't take offense to it because he sort of plays along with it. I'm like, "You don't seem like you're," and I don't mean it like, "Oh, you're a freak." Nothing like that. It's it freaks me out a bit because it's like he's, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. That's cool. Uh, Do you have a deja vu ever? Yeah, many times I've had deja vu. And you sit there and you think, I've had this conversation before. <laughs> I've done this before. My son has that as well when he was sat yeah. on, I think he was sat on YouTube with me on camera. And we're, I forget who we were talking to. And he says, I feel like I'm, this is a deja vu moment. I, I've I been think I remember that. Was you there? I think so. Like two months yeah. ago or three months? That was around Christmas time. It was, certainly wasn't recent. It's been good. For, yeah, good. Yeah. It wasn't recently he said that. So, have you ever been able to relate a deja vu incident back or memory back to a dream? Or has a dream ever triggered a deja vu? Like, knowingly where you'd go, oh my God, I dreamed about this. Besides your prophetic ones, but like you'd be, I suppose it's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Never mind. Go back the other well, way. Well, I mean, if she thinks, yeah, I guess in this situation when that yeah. does happen, you're like, oh, but you know that you dreamt about it. So, it's not like a deja vu. Like, because those are kind of out of the blue. The one about my brother was, I think, the freakiest because it's like this happened word for word, scene for scene. It wasn't even like, oh, it was a bit of it. And it wasn't, at, it, we weren't huggy brother and sister. You know, it was totally, this is never going to happen. This is a, just a dream. And then when it happened, I was like, have I just, was this, was this a vision or, or it confused me. I was like, what the hell just, just happened? Crazy. That would be very weird. That's probably the most powerful, strongest one I've had where it's been seen. On the only other one I dreamt about when I was pregnant, I dreamt, which a lot of ladies probably just, I dreamt I was having a boy and what he looked like and I didn't know what sex I was having. So there's been little snippets along the way. But have you, so with the deja vu, is it just mostly around your friends and family or have you like gone to a place and just you known where, you know, what was around the corner? Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not so much. I think mine's more with people. You know, when you meet people mm-hmm. instantly, I've had this quite a bit, male or female. I had a best friend that met and she happened to be another Gemini and I'm like, I know you from, we've met before and like, and she wasn't into all this stuff. And we clicked from day one and we were the bestest pal. And it's like, we'd known each other before. And she had a very protective 
although she was like five foot one or something and I was on five foot six, she was like, she was my mother protecting me. It was, it was interesting. You guys formed like a perfect ninja team. You could get under a very long coat. She could stand on your shoulders. Right? <laughs> she was, yeah, nobody could mess with it. And like, if, but it was like instant. Oh, I've known you before. And it was a guy I met in the military. He was the man that I've only fell in love with. Instantly, I looked into his eyes and I was like, I've known you before. Like, where do I know you from? And it was like, boom, instant. Did you ever figure it out where you knew him from? No, but I'm wondering if it's a past life thing because he was an officer in the military and I was in the military. Um, What's your past life experiences? What have they been or... Anything. I don't know, the only one I did myself, I did a meditation and I always seem to come up with Greece or like the Roman times or Greek um, and I'm in this Grecian dress and this man comes to um, this big like palace that I'm in and he's like military but we can't be together. Somebody like, it, it was, yeah, there was a, my mother in the dream was not dreaming, the meditation was, somebody was stopping us from being together. We couldn't be together. And this man I met, there was a name I'm not going to give away, but um, we couldn't be together. We were both married. We couldn't be together. But the, but the, the draw was so strong. It was, we both risked a lot at one point, but we couldn't be together. Maybe he was the guy in the military. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, I, and he turns out to be life path number nine when I've looked back and done his numerology. Mm. So not being a religious person, what do you, what kind of stock do you put in that, you know, soul group thing? And, you know, basically what you're experiencing, what people would call other people within your soul group or the, I don't know how it works, right? So I'm just saying that that's, they say that usually people come into, they, come, they incarnate in groups. In groups. And there's, there's so many different explanations for it but the way i like to think of it is that there's you know whatever the higher up of here is there's one soul that splits into however many a dozen right. maybe. and that's your soul family or soul group or whatever because you're all yeah. shards of the same thing so that's why you recognize that person and you click right away it's your energy is a match and they're usually always people with blue eyes for me hmm. i know that's going to sound like but, but i've noticed people with brown eyes yeah, they're weird, uh, aren't I, they? I don't feel even <laughs> even um, men that I've dated. I don't really date men with brown eyes because I just don't feel a connection with brown eyes. Which I know sounds, but I yeah, I'm not saying I don't speak to people with brown eyes, but I don't have. But when I see blue eyes, it's almost like this instant. Yeah, I I feel familiarity. Like I, I I don't want to put down anyone with brown eyes. I mean, it just to me, it's just they always seem like. Um, <clears throat> well, I just noticed it on a lot of Hollywood stars that are like popular, like the Kardashians. They got brown eyes, like that. That type of people with brown eyes, like. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe they're um, you know, I've got friends with brown eyes, but you know, when it comes to a mm -hmm. a love connection, like my father had very pale blue eyes, and I felt this instant when I looked in his eyes. I felt, but yeah, my mother had hazy brown eyes. I never felt a bond. Mm. You know, you didn't feel the bond with your mom. Pardon? You didn't. Oh, you you didn't feel a bond with with 
I was thinking you were saying you didn't fill a bond with your mom because of her eyes. Yeah, I look in my dad's eyes, he got pale blue eyes like we have, and I felt this instant bond all the time. But when I looked at my mother's eyes, it's like I didn't know her. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds a bit... No, not at all. I totally get that. But I've thought that, you know, over a period of time and then... What about green eyes? Someone has well there. Yeah, I mean, green eyes are lovely, but I don't know. Um, no, we're not talking about bad about people with brown eyes. I don't mean that. No, no <laughs> just talking about bad about Dave Cruz and his brown eyes. <laughs> oh my God, they're talking bad about people with brown eyes. No, we are. No, no, no. No, no, not I don't at mean all. it like that. I have two kids with brown eyes. No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, I just feel a love connection with blue eyes, not brown eyes. I don't, I don't mean that negatively. <laughs> and, so the, and the two people that you felt that you um, had known before in a past life, did those people both have blue eyes, the pale blue eyes? Very piercing. Yeah, it's this mm-hmm. thing about this piercing blue eyes. Yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah. My neighbors have all got brown eyes. We're the only ones with blue eyes. I've got nothing against people. No, I think it's, I think what it is is a, um, no, you I know, just a, a knowing or a, a, you know, like a remembrance or. That's what I was trying to um, get to the chat because I noticed someone said I didn't want people to think like, oh, I've got all my neighbors have brown eyes. They're all lovely. I oh, don't. no. Yeah. But even my first cat was a, a um, Siamese. She had the most piercing blue eyes. Crazy, right? Yeah, very crazy. <clears throat> I think it's, I think it has a lot to do with what you were talking about. So it, it's more of, um, like you were saying about the soul group, I just feel this instant mm-hmm. connection with a certain, and, and I didn't mean any offense about brown eyes. No, we weren't talking Jerry's about Jerry's the it. one that made the comment, not us, so you're fine. And I didn't even say what I wanted to say, or was, I didn't want to say it. I didn't, well, I'll shut up. It was niche. I think she just probably yeah, she's already mad at me. No, we weren't. I think I'm, she probably just misunderstood, yeah. I'm done. I didn't mean it like that. It's, a, it's, it's all over. I'll crash we love people with brown eyes, too. But also, go to numerology. I, I get on with people that are three, six, and nines easier than I do other numbers. But those are your numbers, too. They're my soul group. Right. Mm-hmm. Your Tesla. So, <laughs> Tesla was a one, but yeah, three, six, nine, thing on there. But um, I seem to click more easily with three, six, and nines. You know, it's gonna be the energy vibe. I never really checked out how well I got along with people based on their life path. That's well, I never used to, but I've just noticed that I do seem to easily. It doesn't mean. Like I get on with you, but I've got two sevens in my chart. So I'm going to get on with sevens probably as well. But my life path number nine, three, six, and nines are in the same sort of soul group, you could say, talking about soul groups. I get along with everybody, even psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably because you're a seven. (laughs) Sorry, no, don't take that wrong way. I I didn't hear what you said, so you're safe. Uh, that was a joke about the sevens. Please, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear it. I don't think. And I don't take uh, anything the wrong way ever. You can say whatever you want to me. Uh, no, I know you probably won't. I didn't want to upset anybody in the chat because. Um, oh, screw them! You know. It's my show. Our show. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm. T- I'm. T- I'm in a goofy mood. 
Have Wait, you ever had a dream uh, that has... Go. Oh, sorry. Go, 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 go. I interrupt you. Have you ever had a dream that um, has really affected you profoundly? Uh, other than your prophetic one with your brother, because um, that's probably pretty profound. As in, like, upsetting or...? Um... No, as in, like, um, you know, you can't get it out of your head, you know, type of thing, and you got to try to figure it out. Yeah, actually. Oh, I one, guess that is kind of obsessing. There was one re, uh, a couple of months ago. And it was about my father again, and I've still never fully sussed it out. My father did not like foreign food. <laughs> he was a typical meat and potatoes English guy. Didn't like foreign food. And I don't know whether Anton's here tonight, but Anton, one of the guys that comes I'm friends with, Turns out he's got the same birthday as my dad, and we've just been having a conversation all on the 29th of August, and um, that night I dreamt about my dad, and it was his birthday in the dream, and he put on a Chinese buffet for us all, which he would never have done in real life. And then <laughs> he just wasn't into that sort of thing. And, um, and then they brought out this big cake. Jerry might have heard this story. And it's spelled King. There was K-I-N-G. And it was four cakes. Each one was a letter. And it was chocolate cake. And I was like, what on earth is going on? And he's like, brought all this cake out. But my dad wasn't even into birthday cakes. And I was I've never worked out to the day. And he was like, and it was his birthday, and he was having putting this big spread on for us all. But I can't get it out of my head, that that word king. That was really strange. Could it be money? Could it be stashed money? You never know with them. I got <laughs> super crazy chills when I said that out loud, so I'm just telling you. Oh, that's weird. King. <laughs> the cakes, I just saw safes. Or safes. But didn't you just say you didn't really know your dad? Oh, no, I knew my dad, but I'd, what I mean is... No, I knew my dad. Um... He traveled a lot. It's, it's probably a lot of things I didn't know about him. <laughs> In fact, my son's told me more things about my dad that I knew about that he probably didn't want to talk to me about, you know, guy stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what he got was... up to in his younger days and stuff. When I was a lad. <laughs> yeah, I'm got... just wondering if it was like a thing where, you know, it was something that he would never do, so... Like, what else didn't you, you know, I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying to dissect it. The thing that came to mind was... <laughs> Go for it. No, I'm not... I'm... Elvis Presley been the king of rock and roll. Mm. That popped to mind, but I, I don't know whether I was trying to overanalyze that. It's never, never fully sussed out what that Chinese buffet and the king cake, because that has never left me. They were so big, these letters. They weren't little cakes either. Wow. Well, the next time he comes to you in your dream, ask him. Yeah. <laughs> if you can. Safe deposit boxes near a Chinese restaurant. That's what IOX said. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Like a little, little safe cake. Because cake just means like money, oh, a stash of money. Is that what you think? It came to you as money, yeah. Yeah, money cake. It's cake. But right. that's a relatively new slang, so I don't know. Oh, I saw a picture the other day where someone had made an 18th birthday cake for their grandson and they put money all around it. 
Yeah. Wow. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Unless I'm, I'm going to get some money on my birthday. That would be nice. I think it's more like your dad stashed money away and you got to find it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's quite possible. It's yeah. Under the MSG. Nice. All right. I, only, I got one question left and I already know the answer to it. You've never done any psychedelic drugs or anything, have you? No, no. never. <laughs> I've already, yeah. I think I was thinking about this before because I know you asked people. I think I'm a bit scared of, I would be scared of trying it because I don't like the out of control feeling. Yeah, that's, that's my big problem with them too. I can't get myself to take enough to do that. <laughs> There's certain things you can do in life where you can let go but you can still have, get control back pretty quick if you wanted to. It's different though. It's not like being, you know, pass out drunk kind of out of control. It's a different kind of out of control that certain types of people can't, I don't think we can do it. I just want to want to like, take the risk. It's never appealed to me. But I mean, like I've done acid. I've never like felt that, you know, gone to another dimension and see the machine elves kind of thing. I just saw pretty colors. Yeah, I've never, I've tried marijuana once when I was 17 and I felt instantly drunk. I didn't even have a whole, whole joint. It was a little bit and I never touched it again after that. And obviously when you're in the military, you know, it's a big no-no. You just, right. you get court-martialed and you're out and you lose your pension and everything. So I wouldn't have even missed it. It is the wonder drug. But... Uh, Medicinal reasons, I can see, you know, there's a, a good place for it. But as for all the other stuff, I've not, I don't know. I'm just not into that. I don't, I, this, I, I was going to say, I don't think I need it. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> trying to encourage you. I mean, that's not the point. Big headed, but I'm not saying I've, I've got all no, the. No, can you imagine? I just don't. If you think did I it? it. Well, it's bad, especially if you're super connected or. In intuitive yeah. because that those things take down your firewalls <laughs> and I, you'll I get can, you know you know i tell you one thing that i do get i can be in the kitchen washing the pots and i'm having a conversation with myself as if i'm talking to same i'm talking to jerry in my mind in the kitchen and then the next minute you would contact me and we'd have that exact conversation that i've just been having with myself but you'd instigate it not me that's the sort of thing I have with people. That's a bit freaky. How many times does that happen? A lot. With you and me? No, not me and you. I'm oh. using an example. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'll give an example. Uh, a lady Damn. I was connected with. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Like me and um, a lady I was connected with, like I'm having a conversation in my head with this woman about it's hard to explain it sounds crazy i'm no, having this there's this, no crazy on the show okay I'm, we're having this dialogue that's the best way i can put no, it no, and there, the nothing next... you say will ever be considered crazy Don't <laughs> and then the next minute she contacts me and we have the exact dialogue but she instigates it so it's like so have i just been picking up what she's thinking i get Definitely. that a lot. I, I get that a lot with people mm -hmm. like it's the point where now, if I think, so, if I know someone's thinking or talking about me, I'm not saying all the time, I pick it up a lot about people. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually right. 
I've, I've been thinking about this. What if, if people who put a lot of energy and intention or whatever into their thoughts, that somehow gets into their aura, that intention, and when you get close to them, you'll pick it up. Maybe it's something like that. Or even, you know, these people are not in my home. They're across maybe the, the world, the other side of the world. I had that with one lady. She was an Indian lady. And she was in Canada. And I'd, I'd put a thing up on Facebook. Can you like page? This was quite a few years ago. This was a really, this, this gave me confirmation. And I'm putting this, this thing up. And she was a client of mine. And then she says, I'm starting having this dialogue in my head was, who do you think you are to put up? You're an intuitive and you're this and you're that. And you're, I'm like, really? Is, is she really thinking this about me? And I didn't hear from her. And then two weeks later, she Skyped me and she said, I've got a confession to make. And I'm like, what, what's the matter? What's going on? She said, when you put that page up, I was absolutely raging about you to Dave, her new husband. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And I was, I just sat there stunned. Because that's not something I would have thought she'd said about me. So it wasn't like, oh yeah, that's what she'll say about me. I was gobsmacked that she thought that about me. So do you really think that's more, you think it's more like if you remote viewed the situation? Without... Well, it could, yeah, it could be that I'm remote viewing it. I, I, at I times I question it, like, how am I getting this? I think you're, you just have an antenna, not an antenna, but you, it's, it's your wavelength. You pick up on when, you know, she's got like 50 when somebody's satellite talking dishes about you. Of one like everyone else. I know, right? Because <laughs> if, if, if that would have been her normal conversation with me, you'd just think, yeah, you're just preempting what she yeah, said, but it totally was not. She was a client. Maybe it's because the amount of energy she was putting into it. That's yeah, why she, you picked it up, you know. Was this someone yeah, you'd spoken she, with before? She was a client yeah. of mine. I've okay. done many readings for her, but she so, comes to me for the readings. These things never happen with people you don't know, do they? Well, she would know because she would have to talk to them. Let me put it this way. It happens way more often with people you've met or spoken with. Than it well, I've never, I've never met her in person, only spoken to. So I get it a lot with people I've just spoken to and never met in person. Because yeah. I would say that you're, you know, you've entangled your energy with them mm. once you speak, and now they're in your field. They're in your protective yeah. dome, if you will. I don't know what to call it. I'm saying, you know, you're connected to them. So yeah. Right. If you look far enough and they don't have any shields up, then you know she's raging. But you know when you're just typing away and you're building your Facebook like page and then this not this this <laughs> voice? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even sat there thinking, oh, I wonder what she'd think about me. It just started playing in my head. I'm like, oh, that happens to me a lot. But that's more like a channeling, to be honest, because you're okay. you've 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 stilled your conscious you've you've occupied your conscious mind. It's typing, you're building a web page and your subconscious is going on board. So <laughs> that's yeah, I mean I, that's, I, you know. yeah. I've had it. Have you ever yeah. done any automatic writing or tried that? I dabbled with it a while ago, but not really um, gone into it. I think I, I speak it more than, than writing it. Like, I just start to speak. My son hears me sometimes. He'll say, who are you talking to? <laughs> um, <laughs> the cats. That's I my think answer. I channel it and speak it rather than write it. 
I've tried it with the um, automatic writing, but I think it, it just flows out through the voice. And my throat chakra is my karmic chakra. And how is that according determined? Vedic, well, according to Vedic astrology, mm -hmm. I, I have got five, five planets in Gemini, so that would make <laughs> proper sense. That makes your throat like the best chakra? Well, that's where I've got the most karma. So I've, I've probably had a lot of... Um... Oh, you have the most karmic buildup in your Sorry, throat? Sorry, karmic buildup, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I, understand. I understand. My voice is... I had to have my tonsils out when I was 28. I've had a lot of... Other people tried to strangle me several times throughout my life, which is all right, <laughs> isn't it? It's funny. Get you up. Jeez. No, but it's funny. The, each time that happened, it probably relieved some karma. You know... I'm looking at it from a karmic angle. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, you're carrying this karmic debt, which needs to be paid off, and each strangling takes a little bit off that that bill. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I'm laughing about I it. Don't believe that. I know. I don't know how it works, but the last one was my yeah, my ex-husband. But um, but my mum often used to say, "I could throttle you." She that was a saying. Mm -hmm. I could throttle. Oh, you. I got that a lot. I guess a lot of us have probably had that, but no, she never laid a finger on me, but um, I have had that. So it all adds up to the throat. Hmm. <laughs> were, I just said it. Were you like a smart-ass smart ass mouthy kid? I think I was more, I spoke the truth hmm. of what was going That's on. That's what I was yeah. just going to yeah. say. What Maybe it's it? because you yeah. speak the truth right. that people are trying to shut you up. That is exactly what happened. I would mm -hmm. blurt out things that I just thought everyone knew as a kid, mm -hmm. and obviously they didn't or shouldn't. And that's where I got in trouble. Yeah. Santa Claus? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I mean about other people's lives, you know. And I was right. Like, oh. Where your mom would say, I want to throttle you because she's embarrassed that, you know, her, she knows her daughter knows what's going on with these people. But yeah. She didn't want to tell them she, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think I scared them all as an adult because they knew, they know I knew stuff and they knew yep. I was telling the truth and they've all tried to shut me down even in my 30s and 40s. Truth is a hard thing for people to uh, come to terms with. I scared the hell out of them, I think, to be honest here. Yeah. People hate it. It scares them. Especially with their own truth. Because <laughs> they have to change their belief system. Yeah, or whatever they're doing. Or well, the secrets yeah. that they're keeping yeah. and stuff like that. Right, exactly. So you never exactly. expanded on your exploration of uh, law of attraction or anything into magic. I know you, you've talked about doing sigil magic, I thought. Yeah, I've dabbled with the sigil yeah. magic. Um, I don't know if I can discuss. <laughs> I get yeah, embarrassed. Don't get embarrassed. No, no, not that. I there's a certain type of magic that you've got to be really careful with. That sex <laughs> magic. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! You can talk all you want. It's anything you want. No, this the shy me comes out. Then when oh, I... oh, oh yeah. Where's Lee when we need him? Right. Talk she doesn't have magic. to talk about it when. No, I don't. To. I. No, I mean. I'm not it's... asking you to describe your sex magic practice. I'm not even asking <laughs> no, about if you had one. Why? I was just curious if you did anything <laughs> other than sigil. But this is where the throat chakra comes in. Whereas I should be able to speak about it without getting embarrassed because because it's just you know, sex because it's, it. it's just sex yeah I, I do i didn't realize that's what i was doing until someone put a label on it recently for me they didn't 
I've now realized what I was doing. Yeah, sex magic. Mm -hmm. But I don't do anything dark and I don't do anything dodgy. Um, not into the dark stuff. No, but yeah, I'm big, on, I'm big on the law of attraction. I'm big on manifestation and I'm, I'm working on it all the time, you know? Have you found your turnaround times faster lately? Your, yes. yes. For some, mm -hmm. some things come to me before, uh, like they might be smaller <laughs> things. Mm -hmm. Whereas, um, we, I don't know, it's just a simple thing at Christmas. This is a really small example. I was going to say to my son, because it was his birthday, about getting a bottle of wine. And, some, and then the next minute, my neighbor turns up, here's a bottle of wine, here's this, here's that. <laughs> like, oh, we didn't even like get out the door and. They're just small things, but um, yeah, there are things that have come to me before I've even, the cat, the cat's a classic example. Mm -hmm. We wanted a cat for years. We moved into this apartment. We didn't even need to go and find a cat. The cat was given to us within two weeks of moving. Oh. By the neighbor upstairs, he needed to rehome her. And she was perfect. And she has green eyes, by the way. Someone was asking about eyes earlier. She's got beautiful green eyes, but... We didn't even need to leave the front door to get a cat. Yeah, we had a cat show up the day after ours died. Mm. That was yeah, great. that would upset me. I'd probably cry more of my cat dying than um, certain human beings. But um, no, it was after it was the day after Dead Tony died. I'm sorry. That's because we thought that Dead Tony was in the cat for a while. Yeah, um, I think the bigger things perhaps aren't happening as fast because perhaps I still have a limiting belief on the bigger things happening. Or they just take longer to manifest. They have more complex paths to get to that end, you know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe they just take longer or my beliefs might not be, you know, who knows, but we're getting there. Oh, yeah, you can, you can do it all. Don't doubt yourself. No, and it's it's slowly happening. And like my neighbor, she moved in. She's another number nine, surrounded by number nines. And I, I had this, yeah, she's, um, I'm not think big on God or anything, but I felt like she's just been sent from a gift from God. It's just been, it's strange, but she's the perfect neighbor. She's so lovely. Does she hang around your son a lot? No, she's not into my son. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I was, I'm trying to, she, maybe she was sent to keep an eye on her or something. Well, she's, she's so lovely. Like the other night I was live and she sent me a message saying, I'm ordering Indian. Do you and Lewis want Indian? It's like, you know, it's not often you get neighbors like that. And, and we were hungry and it's like, oh, saves us cooking now. And she wanted Indian and just little things she does. And um, yeah. She's been very, I don't want to talk about some things because it's personal. She's been very no, generous with us. And, um, but I, I did a reading for her because they were going to send her back to, she's from Morocco originally. She lived here 20 years and they were going to, I had no idea she was under threat to be deported. Yet they're letting tens of thousands of uh, refugees in from Syria. Her husband right? died 10 years ago. Um, and she's worked and all that. And anyway, so for her birthday, which happened to fall on Mother's Day, I did her a Celtic cross reading. And I didn't really, never really 
bothered with Celtic Cross. Anyway, we did it on whether she's going to get to stay. And um, I said, you know, I, you're going to stay. I, I, something's going to happen. You're going to stay. Um, 48 hours later, and she's not heard for a year, she got a phone call to say, you can have your passport back. You can stay. You can go and get a job again. It's all okay. And I was, I was gobsmacked. 48 hours, and she'd not heard for, from them for a year. Did she vote against Brexit? I don't know. I, I didn't ask I'm her. kidding. <laughs> I don't know. But That's I was amazing. Like, yeah, it's really wonderful. wow. Like the Ten of Cups was the outcome card. I mean, you couldn't get much better than that. I was like, you're going to mm -hmm. stay, but I just don't. I'm just going to have to stick with what I get. And she she was like, you're never going to guess. I've got a phone call. I can go and get my passport. I can. Yeah. And that day I walked in. It was her birthday on Mother's Day and there was a feather on the floor and I'm like, oh. Oh. My husband's picture was on the fridge. I'm like, oh, look, there's a feather on the floor. And she goes, I've been looking at that all day and thought it was sugar. She obviously needed her glasses on. I said, look, there's a white feather. And she was like, oh, my gosh. I, I didn't even realize there was a feather. It's been there all day. It's not even moved and it's something that could easily have like moved out of the way. So I think her husband's probably looking over her. Sounds like it. Or a reasonable yeah. facsimile of him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so she's got to stay. And um, she's just, I don't know, she's just so lovely. She makes good curry, though. Like, she's like family. She feels like she's not old enough to be my mother, but almost like a mother, sister. Right. Never had whatever. Your mom's stepsister, younger stepsister. Who's your aunt? How's that? Yeah, like everything, <laughs> best friend, like all into yeah, what right. you talk to about anything. And That's great. Just know you're not judged, you know? I never had a cool neighbor. Yeah, we're very lucky she's a cool neighbor. Mm. All right, yeah. Suzanne, cough up those questions. Come on. And we're the only British, original British in our block. We're the oh, only. Really? Who else? Very multicultural, but we all get on. So there's you don't have any of those. I don't want to get political. You don't have any of those like refugee only zones near you. Any refugee what? Sorry, oh, refugee only zones. Like I heard there was one in Manchester. I think they built out part of the oh, city no. that was you had to be from Syria or whatever to live there. Muslim. Not in our town. We're we're in a town. I don't think there is here, but maybe that was there probably Sweden. is in the cities. That might have been Sweden. I think it was in Sweden. I'm sorry, it wasn't UK. And was that American news or? No, it was uh, Swedish news. Okay. So let's get into the whole consciousness thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, Jer? Yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about consciousness? I'm, I'm thinking a few different things right now. I've been watching the TV show Humans, which is a British show. Have you seen that? No, I haven't, actually. It's pretty interesting. Let's check it out. One of the screaming things it, it's it's saying to you is what is consciousness which is interesting um consciousness it, has been really it seems to come to the it. forefront it does seem yeah but you know what 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 are your thoughts on consciousness where is it is it in your brain you know do you store everything in your brain is it in the cloud and you're connected to the cloud that's a good question i'm not sure because when i'm muscle test i'm muscle testing here is it in our brain and i'm getting no is what muscle? 
tension? A muscle test, you know, with my fingers. A muscle using, test. Instead gotcha. of using rods or a pendulum, I mm -hmm. use my fingers. You can use your body as a human pendulum as well. Do you know what I'm getting? I'm getting drawn to the heart. I know that might sound really bizarre. Nope, that's what I said. Is it? Okay. I'm, I get the heart. Mm -hmm. So your consciousness is in your heart. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's not something I sort of have questioned, actually, but I'm getting the heart. That was the first thing that came to my mind was the heart. That goes against everything I believe this interview is over. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you think the heart as well, it's very powerful energy, the, the heart, isn't it? The energy. It's a magnet. Yeah, yeah. very it's powerful. The electric it's currents a, through your heart, you know. It's a vortex. Mm -hmm. It's what pumps your blood. It, it's what puts energy into your blood. And I think it's what grounds you, too. Yeah. I don't know about that. I know that it's connected to the sun. Your heart chakra. I don't think your you could chakra, ground yourself in your head. Your heart chakra is connected to the sun. It's the sun chakra. And also they say Leo. Leo is connected to the sun, and they say the heart's mm -hmm. often connected with Leo. Um, I think the solar plexus is connected to the sun because of the name solar. But in astrology, a lot of people with Leo aspects have often have heart problems. I'm not saying don't panic everyone that's Leo have can have heart can problems. They have to watch the heart because each body part is connected supposedly with different astrological parts, astrological um, star signs. And the, uh, oh, so so for Leo, it's the sun, the but heart. for or, I mean, yeah, the heart was with the sun, but for, like, cancer, it's the heart would be something else. Like, for every star sign, it's something else. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what cancer is, actually. I know most, I know Aries is, is the head, I believe. Actually, Irex is in the chat might know the cancer. What's the cancer? Oh, it could be. Oh, no, I was just wondering if it was just, I just was just using that as a. It could be the reproductive organs, but don't quote me on that for cancer. So it's it's it is different for each sign. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Because Sagittarius and those thighs, which Can is quite cancer is yeah, connected but... to the chest, breasts, stomach, oh, and breast. elementary canal. Okay, that makes sense. The breasts, yeah, cancer. They always think of the uh, very motherly. I don't know. I just yeah. I, well, I always think of the heart with cancer too. But you're right, Leo. I think of Leo with the heart too. Right? Yeah, it? it's interesting because um, that's a whole other side to astrology, but I'm not an astrologer, but it's something I've learned along the way. I think Gemini is the, like the shoulders, maybe the throat, no, I'm not sure. I have it right here, I'm sorry. Gemini is arms, lungs, shoulders, hands, nervous system, and brain. Mm. Aries is head, face, brains, and eyes. Taurus is throat, neck, thyroid gland, vocal tract. Mm -hmm. cancer. Leo's heart, chest, spine, spinal column, upper back. Virgo is digestive system, intestines, spleen, nervous yeah. system. Libra is kidneys, skin, lumbar region, and buttocks. <laughs> Scorpio is reproductive system, sexual organs, bowels, excretory system. Sagittarius is hips, thighs, liver, and sciatic nerve. Capricorn is knees, joints, skeletal system. Aquarius is ankles, circulatory, circulatory system, and Pisces is feet, toes, 
lymphatic and anti-adipose tissue. I think there's something to it from what I've seen of people or know of people. I think so too. So you're a Scorpio, aren't you, Jerry? I'm a Pisces. I'm laughing because I clicked on adipose tissue and it took me to adipose tissue is a fictional character from Doctor Who. Why did I think you were a Scorpio? I don't know. It's because you're seven, I think, seven Scorpio. You're Pisces, are you? Pisces. Okay. Yeah. Your life past seven is very Scorpio-like, though. That's my birthday. Okay. It was a Saturday. It was. My son was born on a Saturday as well. It's the coolest day to be born on. Was it Saturday Saturday where it's hard for a living? Saturday in the park, where every day is the 4th of July. (laughs) I think it's saying, isn't it? Like, born on a Saturday where it's hard for a living. I can't remember. Uh, I was born on a Tuesday. For a I don't remember Saturday being in that song. There was uh, yeah. There's a whole uh, little thing a, on a, a child born on. Oh, oh, oh! I thought it was a song. No, there's um like the rhyme like each day. Monday's yeah. child is so and so. Tuesday's child yeah. is of grace. Full of woe. Full of grace. It, or... Yeah, it rhymes. It's very yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So, so you think that consciousness? Is in your heart. We've established that. That's what about? That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think about uh, death and where we go after we die, or do we go anywhere after we die, or? What do you For think a long happens? time, yeah, I was very. Uh, I'll be honest. My I've changed a lot about this. Like, I just used to think that's it. You died. That's it. You're gone, kind of thing. But um. I think since my father passed, it's changed my perspective on spirit and where we go. Because I swear I, I can feel him. And, and like, surely if you passed away and you die and that's it, boom, gone, you wouldn't feel people. I don't know. I know it's a very tricky subject, but I think our souls go, I, our spirit, soul, whichever, I think goes somewhere. There's been something in the news lately about the soul and the spirit. Consciousness. No, it was separate from consciousness, I thought. I'll be honest, it's not something I've, um, I deeply sort of contemplate on. I don't think it's because I had a bit of a fear of death. I had not a bit, a big fear of death. And um, was that when your son was little? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Before then, even I mean that. Yeah, um, that changed me in other ways. Like I became a lot more grateful. I think in life, or a bit more, it it woke me up massively. That with my son, which I've talked about before. Um, I found it uh, defined my mortality for me. You 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 think about well when she... I became aware of my own immor- is yeah. it your own immortality when my son was ill? I was like. Right. Yeah, that that really. Because I was like, "Well, my daughter's eighteen; I'll be 50. Well, fuck, you know, like, you know, you're gonna be old when she's thirty. Yeah, it definitely does that. And l- nearly losing him just really, yeah, 
I think you feel when you're younger a bit indestructible. I mean, I wasn't the type of person that was crazy and thought, oh, yeah, I'm just going to do what I want because I'm indestructible. But I think you, you don't even think about, oh, I might die. No. Yeah. I didn't right. until that happened with my son. And then I'm like, holy cow, you know, yeah, this could happen easily. And then I got a little bit obsessed about illness for a while. I think a lot of women do. A lot of mothers, probably fathers too. Scared the hell out of me. I've become obsessed with every little lump bump that I thought was not there before, which was probably always there um, <laughs> because I was terrified I'd missed something like I didn't know he was ill. So I, I, I blamed myself. Like I must have done something. I must have missed something. Mm. But I didn't. It reminds I, me of uh, like all those stories back in the 80s and 90s where the guy finds out he's got skin cancer like between his ass crack or between his toes or something and it spreads and you know it's like your buddy <laughs> down the block like dies because he didn't know he had this it's I, like my son my son's just found out one of his best friends he's 20 and he's mm-hmm. got testicular cancer and yikes you just don't think of that at a 20 year old and they, he went for the operation he Does apparently it, i don't know if it, he, all he had was a pain in his groin. It's all in his chest and lungs now. Oh, God. My son up. Oh. It's like, I wonder if he kept his cell phone in his front pocket. I have no idea. So I, I pray, you know, there is always hope, but it doesn't sound good when it's in the, all up in the chest. He's 20 and it shook my son up. He's like, mm. yeah, like you just never know. You know, people say, oh, you know, you're lucky. You know, you're younger. You've got all this time. Well, no, nobody's guaranteed. No, there's no guarantee. It really annoys me when people say that, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, or the opposite of that, well, it's God's will. <laughs> yeah. God's will, yeah. Just, just stay in the middle for me, please. Oh. Yeah, but, um, you know, nobody is guaranteed more time than anyone else, and this is why we should... I'm not perfect, but just try and live life as best you can every day and treat people with love and respect or just respect, even if you can't love and respect people as much as you can, unless, you know, they've done something really terrible, then I guess that may, you know. Yeah, it's the way to go. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I try and live my life. You know, I'm not perfect. I get my buttons pushed by people that are not living like that, but, you know, I'm human. Yes. Oh, I try to be much- a better version of myself. You know, as much That's as I good. can every day. And I'll be honest, coming on YouTube has been a huge learning curve. <laughs> I think it is for everybody. It is. It's not a natural thing to do this. I think Rex Bear said on the Leap Project, who's hat I'm wearing that, he said, if you can survive YouTube, you can survive anything. If you get to his size, it could survive, definitely. Because he gets trolled, yeah. massively trolled. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I admire how he handles it, to be honest with you, because not everybody could handle it like that. Definitely I'm looking for questions triggered. in chat. That's all, I'm sorry. You're looking for questions in the chat? I don't see any. Have you had anybody, any, anybody else besides your father uh, come around? That as from the other side, yeah, or you know, um, my grandmother. So this is interesting about numbers again. So my mum's mum, 
passed away on, it was a Friday the 13th of December. Um, and my father passed away on December the 13th, 13 years to the day. Whoa. So, but it wasn't a Friday. And then one day I was at a house in the dream and they were all, they had car. they were, they would look like tarot cards or something, but they were all silent. And the, the phone rang and I picked the phone up, but I realized I was talking to a spirit. Now, I don't know if that was a sign about, because I do get a bit of mediumistic stuff come through. I was talking to a spirit on the phone. I knew I was. It was weird. I was talking to a dead person on the phone, basically. To put it In your way. dream or not? Or no, in when my you dream. were awake? Oh, in, in your dream. dream. I knew I was talking to a spirit. Wow. On the phone, which was a bit trippy. And, um, but once my father passed away, he seems taken over. She doesn't really come in my dreams anymore. Interesting. What were you guys she's got about? someone else to bug, right? Your father. Well, either my father's just like pushed her out the way and he comes <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I dream about my grandfather, her, her husband, and her, not my grandmother as much. But it's interesting because my dad was a twin and I, I don't dream about him. I don't think he's Were you close to him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't huh. live close, but yeah, I was close. And his daughter's like a sister to me that I don't have. I did predict Donald Trump getting in, though, but that was more on a numerology thing than. I, well, I believe it was my numerology rather than anything else. Is Jerry frozen? No. Every time I spoke, it locked up. It was really weird. My system locked up twice. Has Trisha been to the USA? You're reading the questions. I don't have to. Know. Sorry, is that okay? So, that's a sort of question. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking over now. <laughs> I, don't Go for I don't care. I'm tired. No, I've yeah. been once to Florida. Oh, Jerry, that's funny. You said Florida earlier. I, I, I knew I that. That is so I, weird. No, I <laughs> knew she'd been to I heard her say that before. Oh, okay, the only place okay. I've ever been is Florida. When I was I'm sorry. About 17. It's just cheap there. Um, Tim wanted to know where do you see your business in five years? Oh, good question. Mm hmm. I want to say America, bigger and but I, I, I feel I'm in my eighth, going into my, so when did I go self-employed? 2010. So in August is the eighth year anniversary. I feel this has just been a warm up. This has just been a rehearsal. It's been um, almost like I've been in training. And I don't mean that big, that's not big headed. That is like, I almost feel like this has just been I've been a student, that's how I feel for eight years. And so I feel, and I want it to go bigger and better, but more to reach more people and hopefully help more people. Not hopefully, I will help more people. Mm -hmm. That's good. Do you think, do you feel that your skills have improved more during your YouTube presence? Like since you started on YouTube, has it, has it grown more quickly than say before then? Um, I don't, because I had quite a big 
following on Facebook. I mean, I mean it's not they're not all your friends, but I have, I've got about six thousand connections on Facebook. So I used to do my live streams on there. Okay, I met like more. I suppose you've been online. I don't know how long you've been online for, as you know, doing live streams. That's what I kind of meant. Since you've been online doing live streams, has that? I'm trying yeah. to ask if it's it's been beneficial. Has it helped more? Have you gotten better because of it than just doing your own work, your analog work? Not online. Um, yeah, I think I I don't. It has helped, but. I just feel the more I do the readings mm -hmm. and the more you get the feedback, the more it just gives you that, yes, I'm on track. I'm not going, you know, I'm not making all this stuff up. Um, you know, cause even at times I question stuff and think, really? Um, I've got a lot more confident in myself and what I'm doing and what I'm giving. Mm. I feel it's all helped. Each step has been, okay. you know, and yeah. I think you're reaching people that you wouldn't yes, normally definitely. reach because of such a broad, you know, people on YouTube, usually, you know, people that listen to like a radio station for uh, tarot or, you know, whatever, uh, they go there specifically for that. On YouTube, yeah. you know, it's just like random and... well. Interestingly, on YouTube, I'll be honest, the clients that have come to me through YouTube have wanted to know more about their numerology. They want, they don't just order a profile and want to know that. They want to go deep. They want to learn it. They want to know more. They want, they don't want to just know the life path number. They're asking me questions that people never usually ask because in the past it was, is my ex coming back? Is my ex with someone else? You know, it was, and I'm not taking, it just weren't questions that sort of. <laughs> the numerology can answer. They weren't deeper? Deeper, yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was stuff where. Like situational. Yeah. You've not been sort of, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, asking if your ex is coming back, if that's what you're interested in. But <sighs> yeah, it didn't take me deeper. And I just find that what I love about YouTube is, a lot of the people, they genuinely want to know more. They want to understand, and that's helped me as well, I, you know, go deeper. Cause it's a bit like a muscle. You don't use it. You right. don't look at all those other parts of exactly. your body. You sort of get a bit rusty, you know? Absolutely. I'd say I've improved, and I, like Tim's just said, Trisha Show, that was my father's name, by the way, Tim are way more fluid now I, i'm yeah, absolutely we're a work in progress aren't we they'll get better and better and better right mm -hmm. i remember like. when you first showed up on heidi's show that's where i saw yeah. you first yeah me too. beginning of november last year yeah. was my first yep. Yep. thank you Heidi, yeah. for bringing yeah. trisha to definitely. us definitely she came on my facebook live i added a, a center of friend request because i've been watching her for months but never spoke mm. and uh, she came me on too. a facebook live and i did her a card reading and the rest is history. <laughs> and I'm forever grateful for her for giving me that opportunity. And then, every, you know, went on all the other shows and everybody's encouraging me to, because I actually was going to open a YouTube channel on narcissistic abuse. Ah, I wasn't even going to do readings on YouTube. <clears throat> oh, oh, before. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd been dabbling with... I want to do a channel on narcissistic abuse and my, because there's, you know, 
but something there's an abundance of material to work with i think there's it might have been too heavy and yeah might have helped you and it might have helped other people but i think you're helping more people this way yeah a friend of mine said she said have you thought about and she's a seven as well she said she and she really understands about it all she says but have you thought you might attract more narcissists and it be like you say be a bit Mm -hmm. too heavy it would be very negative yeah very negative and i thought you know what yeah this is not Mm -hmm. my passion i'm interested for my own healing but it's not my passion i think you're right it just would yeah it was and that's probably why i never did it absolutely all right ready for another question sure do you when you visualize things do you see things animated with your mind's eye as if it was living a, a spirit within it and it plays tricks with the mind like a picture where its eyes follow you around the room. Oh, let me look at that. Back one page. As if it were living spirit. No, not like that. I'd say with my mind's eye, but not where its eyes are following me around the room. No, I don't get that. I don't think. That's creepy. No. Have you ever seen a ghost? No, I don't think I have. I've, I've, I've heard voices mm-hmm. and felt things, but I've never seen a, a live, to my knowledge, a, a ghost. It's, uh, you've never, I asked you about aliens, you never have contacted with? Never, to my knowledge, had contact with aliens. Or reptiles. I always say I'm on the fence about it unless someone walks through my door. <laughs> That's never going to happen. And... <laughs> Did you experience, oh yeah, Benich, oh, that's not really a question. You obviously experienced narcissistic people in the military. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychopathic people, mm-hmm. narcissistic, yeah. Have you seen any of uh, Thomas Sheridan's work on psychopaths? No, I don't think I have. Tom no. Sheridan. Thomas Sheridan. He's a Thomas. Irish druid. I'll have to check him out. I'm, I'm actually quite interested in studying about psychopaths and things because I'm not like that, so I can't comprehend what makes their mind tick. But I think I've got several sevens in my chart, and I have got this. I love studying psychology and stuff and stuff like that. Wait, what is the seven or seven psychopaths? asking from a seven point of view yeah jerry and i are both seven oh you're a seven as well okay yeah and a pisces she's like we have like the same no i'm a a cancer whatever but you're close to me right yep we're the same age sevens are the the seekers of the truth it's very i was nearly said psychopath i'm not enough alone though They want to know the truth behind everything. That, yeah. You know, they're, they're the researchers. They're and right how it about. works. I want to know how everything works. <laughs> yeah, they want to know how it works. They're very analytical, technical. I used to garbage psychic. pick televisions and tear them apart. And who to blame when it doesn't. But they are often psychologists as well. There's, okay, that's it, why you were saying sevens. I, yeah, I knew. It, yeah. It seven. wasn't that they were psychopaths. No. I'm just trying to think of life path numbers that I should think there's all the psychopaths probably under all life path yeah, numbers. Probably Hitler was a five. My father was a five. You um, don't really know if he was a psychopath. No, no we don't. 
The Cray twins, they were the Crays, three. but they were uh, MI five creation. I heard. Well, they were fives anyway. <laughs> MI five, they're MI five creations, or it's life path wow. fives. That works out. Now, have you ever heard that about them? That they're that whole crime wave that they started and, or were involved with was a big, like a drug ring oh. that MI five was running to to finance covert operations and stuff like that. No, no, I'd never heard that. Yeah. Like the CIA. Yeah. Well, they're the same thing. Oh. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> have, you seen, a lot. have you been to London lately? Not lately, You no. need to go check out the new U.S. Embassy. Okay. It's on 33 Nine Elms Lane. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a cube. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I would think the energy in London, well, I guess it would oh. depend on it's the fact. different places would it's be yucky. like it would be like so heavy and it is. well apparently it's become very um it's become this entity of its own almost separate to the whole of the uk and it's not very nice apparently and then it's got a nugget of evil in the middle of it right the city of right london. the one mile no the city of london yeah it's one mile it? one square mile city of london I don't know. No, it's just something I'd heard um, by a public speaker, which made sense because she lives in London, so I don't. So, but it's yeah, it's become it's changed a lot. I have another question. What age did you get your first deck of cards? I was very late getting mine. I was about thirty-six. What kind of what deck was it? Right away. Right away. Yeah. <laughs> I got them myself. And it's funny because I'm a 36 nine. So before in, I'm a nine, mm-hmm. it's 36. And mm-hmm. that's an age when, and that was when I got into all this. So it was only eight years ago. Makes sense. Yeah. I was 48. I don't remember. I was old. I started late. That's all the questions we have. I'm out of questions. Suzanne's out of questions. It's been an hour and a half. So. Okay. Yeah, it's been great. I have... It has been great. Nish always has much better questions. Yes, Nish has much better questions. So we'll have to have nice. you back sometime. Yeah, let me know, and I'll um, got to come back. And uh... that'd be great. This is really interesting, though. I well, really. I'm trying to think of something we could dig into. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask. Are you? You mentioned remote viewing, and I, I, you're obviously not opposed to it. Would you ever consider doing a controlled remote viewing experiment or participating in one? Well, where I'd be remote viewing, be asked to remote view. A target. Yeah, you get like a picture or a string of numbers. And I don't know if you know about remote viewing, how the process works. Well, she knows how it works. If that's what. The thing we're doing, we are participating in this controlled remote viewing. It's really been interesting. Yeah, I'd be open to. It, I think. Yeah. Okay. I think you'd be really good at it. Yeah, me too. There's, I guess they did one. Uh, so all our friends went up to uh, Oregon last weekend, and they did some remote viewing up there. I guess Adam had sent a package there, or something. I'm, I don't remember the exact details, but they all got perfect hits on it, apparently. And, and the cards that they got, yeah. Sean's wife awesome. actually got the, one of the best hits. 
Oh yeah, she did. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's fun. It's fun. It's a fun. It's interesting. And t- this reminds me too. I was listening to that Conspiranormal that just came out with Solaris Blue Raven. Now she talking about the radio station mm-hmm. before she, she was on that. She's on her oh. hyperspace or I think is on there. Which I forget the name of her show, but Solaris Blue Raven was on Cos- um, um, KCOR Radio. Yeah, she or had. Maybe still is. I don't know if she's still there, but she's got two shows. One's called Hyper Hyperspace, and the other one's called Raven Star Witching Hour. The other one, the first one you said, sounded more familiar. Hyperspace. Yeah. Anyway, she was saying <laughs> this was just an aside thing. She said today in this interview or whenever that. Whatever people, technology was interfacing with her, if you've heard her whole story, she's basically been electronically harassed. Um, That these people can clamp onto your remote viewing and actually observe it with their technology. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was pretty wild. Well, great. Well, um, do you have anything to push or blog or other website? I've got a little visitor. Hmm? Your kitty? Oh, my cat was just trying to get in on camera. <laughs> Mine's not around. Um, well, my website is um, it's www.trishagalder.co.uk. But, um, yeah, if nobody's been, to, if you've not been to my YouTube channel, check it out. And um, I'm slightly doing things different now. I'm doing a lot more tarot, um, like all the star signs, because this seems to be pretty um successful and i sort of got knocked off track of doing them i was doing that before because i actually started doing tarot before numerology hmm. which is something that i don't talk about very often um you wanted that crystal ball that's why you wanted to go in there see that lady hmm. Hmm. <laughs> do you did you ever get a crystal ball like I just was, as a decoration or I've, I've been sent some small ones but i haven't got a big one um you know, like the normal size yeah. ones. But um, I just, the cards though, I just, um, yeah, I love the cards. Um, so I'm going to be doing a lot more, all the star signs, but like mid-monthly, full monthly. I'm going to start doing a finance one as well, which not many people do. I'm going to take a risk. Crypto, do a cryptocurrency one. Oh well, my I don't know gosh, that could go huge. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Jerry not... could teach you. No, oh no, my no, goodness. I don't need to teach her. She knows. I know about cryptocurrency, but I'm not going to do cryptocurrency readings, but I'm going to do like financial spreads for all the star signs because not you don't see as much of that. A lot of it is love. Um, but still do the lives where we do face-to-face readings or chat readings. I'm not going to be doing so many lives like I was doing before. You're kind of burning the candle at both yeah. ends. Yeah, they were. I loved doing them, but it was, and I was picking up too much energy on other people. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I've had to, yeah, Gotta switch cut things it back. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it was that's, way too much. That's one reason we don't stream video. And yeah, because doing it now, and I can see the chat. I'm not picking up the energy like I would if they could see me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I'm doing. Even if I'm live doing the readings, but I'm just showing my hands, not my face, I'm not picking up the energy like I was before, especially if somebody was cross or angry or whatever. I'm oh not God. picking up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Great. Well, yeah, thank you so I've much. Had... I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm going to say I've, I have decided to tweak things a bit. So, yeah. The tweet? 
On Twitter? Tweet. Tweak. 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 Okay. Oh, are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter, yeah. Okay. So Gerald put all those things in the show notes. Yeah. My, uh, my Facebook connected to my Twitter, yeah. so everything I share on Facebook just goes straight to Twitter. It saves, saves time. <laughs> Cover there both ends, right? That's I don't right. use Facebook. I only use Twitter. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for coming tonight and joining us and staying thank up late. You. It's most appreciated. I thought she couldn't see you. Aw. Yeah, the TV show Humans. I'll send you the link to that. It's pretty wild. The, yeah, one of let the main, me know and I'll check out. Main character's name is Nishka. All right, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch much TV, but if it's something that's quite interesting, right. I'll... I'm the same way. And I'll, it, um, it's on Amazon Prime Video, actually, right now. First two I've seasons. I've got Amazon Prime. Yeah, okay. You, you could binge cool. it. All right. I like... Binge watching is my ideal thing rather than waiting every week. Me too. Me too. Me too. It's <laughs> awesome. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Be sure to come in next week thank when Nish will be back and the show won't suck. And we have Alex <laughs> Scaris from Skeptico. No, it's because of me, not you. You guys are great. No, I'm kidding. I, I no, you're great. I know. It's that self deprecating humor. All right. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone. We love you. Thank Good you. Night. Yeah, we love you. Thank you to everyone in the chat.